Hello and welcome, or welcome back, to Life Lessons of Lucy. It's great to have you here and that you have chosen to tune in. So how are you this week? I have been feeling very tired lately, um, but I'm now on summer break. Yay, teacher perks! So I'm ready to have a rest and I really feel like this month my body needs it. So speaking of bodies, that is exactly what this episode is all about. Today we are talking about being kind to our bodies, which I know can be quite a difficult conversation for some. So hopefully this life lesson will give you a little bit of help to look at your relationship with your body and hopefully approach it from a place of love and appreciation. So, the life lesson goes as follows. Be kind to your body. Your body that has been with you every single step of the way. Your body that has grown with you, made space for you. Your body that is constantly doing its best to look after you, protect you and warn you against harm. Your body that has repaired bones, healed bruises, fought off illness, sewn shut cuts. When you take a step back and you really think about what your body does for you every single second of every single day, it's magic in action. Be kind to your body even on the days that it might get it wrong. I know my body is an expert at getting it wrong but it makes it even more incredible how hard it tries to push, even with the damaged genome. So next time you look in the mirror and you grab your stomach and you frown, or you poke a rib and you sigh, or you squeeze a spot and despair, remember how much that body does for you. Speak softly to it, nurture it as you would a child. Give your body the respect it deserves, support its growth and take care of it so that it might take care of you. So we're going to start this episode a little bit differently to some previous episodes with a little bit of an exercise. So if it's safe for you to do so, I want you to take a minute to examine a part of your body and I want to be as inclusive as possible here so you can pick whatever part of your body you want to use. I'm just going to use my hand. So I'm looking at my hand and I can see that I've got some veins on my hand. I've got my fingers which are beautifully manicured at the moment. I've got some gorgeous orange tip nails. Um, I can see that I've got a freckle 
near my wrist. If I turn my hand over, I can see that I've got my fingerprints, which are kind of swirly. And I can see the lines in the palm of my hand. What can you see? Really take a minute. You can pause the podcast if you want, if you really want to get in depth and spend some real time here. But what can you see? You grew that. You made that. That part of your body that you have just looked at with all those little lines and creases and veins and movements. You made that. And that is incredible. You have a brain that is conscious of the body that you live in. All of those marks, those lines, those bones, those freckles, no one else has that. No one else has the same marks that you do. That is incredible. There's a really good exercise in the book Healing is the New High by Vex King, which basically talks you through doing a full body scan, which is an extension of what we've just done. And there's a whole chapter in the book that talks about your physical relationship with your body. So if you want a bit more like that, I would definitely recommend it. So on with the episode, we can have complicated relationships with our bodies for a number of reasons. This can be body image, it can be physical health, like having a disability or a health condition that affects how your body works. This can be how we hold trauma in our bodies. And before we go any further, I am not going to tell you in this episode that how you feel about your body is silly or you just need to get over it. What I hope I can do is to give you a bit of an appreciation for how special you are. You are not your body, but it is the one you've got. So let's start with body image. We are inundated with unrealistic beauty standards all of the time. We are constantly seeing curated, edited, beautiful pictures of people. And when we are looking at the unattainable, it can make us feel so shit about ourselves. And I've talked about this in previous episodes, notably the episode called Comparison is the Killer of Dreams. Comparison and comparison culture is so dangerous for us and it can make things so much worse when it comes to our relationship with our body. And with the rise of social media, which isn't going anywhere, a lot of the time it's really hard to know that what is real. And the other day, 
me and my best friend, my best friend sent me a picture of an AI generated photo of herself. And it was absolutely mad because it was her, but it also wasn't. And then she did mine. And honestly, we had a conversation about how like messed up it was. And I think as AI becomes more of a thing, it can really distort our perception on what we realistically look like. And a lot of the lives we see of other people, and this could be like our friends and family, it doesn't have to be celebrities, but even the way that the camera picks up the way we look distorts our view of the way we look. Like, I actually had a friend who I met online who I always thought would be so tall because in her videos, the way that she shot her videos, she just looks really tall, the way the camera's positioned. And then when I met her, I was like, oh my God, you're so, so little. Like, you're so much shorter than I thought you'd be. And it wasn't an insult in any way. And we, we both had things about each other that we were like, oh my gosh, you're so different to, like, in real life, the way you look. Not necessarily a bad thing. Like, some of it was, she was like, oh my gosh, you, you look beautiful in your photos. But, like, in real life, oh my God. And I was just like, oh my God, this is crazy. How, like, this perception of how we thought each other looked online were so different when we actually met and it's all very well and and good to say when we see images of people online well that's not what we look like so don't compare but when you have this constant exposure it's really hard not to compare And it's really hard to know what is real and what's not. What's got a filter, what hasn't, what's been edited. Even editing pictures to be slightly brighter. The world around us doesn't contain those colours. The colours that you see through your phone screen are not real. They're artificial. Another point I want to make here is that it is literally some people's jobs to look a certain way. For example, an actor playing an action role in the movie and needs to look super muscular, that's work. That actor probably has a nutritionist, a workout regime, has probably been training for months, most likely with a team of professionals. And how they then look because of all of that that's their job and for the average person that's just not achievable and I think it's really important to recognise that. Yes we know that bodies can look a certain way but that aesthetic way that our body can be doesn't necessarily equate to health and it's not necessarily a realistic expectation of what your body can look like now I don't want that to sound negative at all I don't want anybody thinking that like if they have a goal that they want to get to that they can't get there but you know with working having a full-time job like realistically 
making yourself feel bad because you can't achieve a level of looking that you maybe want to because you just don't have the parameters you don't have the time in the day maybe you don't we don't we don't all know exactly how to feed ourselves for example for like muscle growth and to learn about that might be a full-time job in itself so I've just talked here about comparing the way that our body looks and I know it's difficult not to we all have things that we are insecure about and this is why I try and focus on what my body does rather than the way it looks and this can also be complicated if you are someone like me whose body just doesn't want to play ball so I feel like I should explain a little bit here for you those of you who don't know me or if you've been a, if you've been a, li- a listener for a little while you'll probably know but I have a very rare blood disorder it's called diamond black fan anemia dba for sure if i mention it again because i'm not going to be saying diamond black fan anemia every time it's so long and um, dba for short my bone marrow which is responsible for making blood cells it doesn't work <laughs> it doesn't make any red blood cells at all so it's basically like my bone marrow makes all the rest of my cells but the part where, which makes red blood cells is like completely switched off and to tell you the truth it's hugely inconvenient because you know i need red blood cells to live and um, but basically it means that i am blood transfusion dependent i take a lot of medication my mobility can be affected i can get tired a lot you know your body your blood carries oxygen around your body so when i have less blood in my body and i'm coming up to a transfusion that means less oxygen which means less oxygen in your muscles less oxygen in your brain and it makes things quite difficult and sometimes quite painful actually like sometimes when i'm coming up to a blood transfusion like my muscles can literally feel like they're screaming at me so on those days i need to take it a little bit easier but basically having a body with a limitation can be incredibly frustrating and i feel like it can be hard to appreciate our bodies at the best of times but i think even more so when your body doesn't function normally i actually hate the word normally because what even is normal so i'm gonna say typically so my condition and the symptoms that come with it are unique to me but everybody has something you could be in in perfect health but you have an insecurity that you feel limits you you could have asthma you could have endometriosis you could have a um, bone condition you could have a muscle wearing disorder like there are just there are, there are a lot of ways that the human body can go wrong 
Um, that doesn't mean that there is anything inherently wrong with you. Please don't ever let you let anyone f make you feel like you are wrong or you don't work properly. If you do have a, let's say, non-typical challenge. But it's really hard to have a limitation. And there have been times where I have absolutely hated myself. And I have hated my body. And I have said to it, why can you not just, why can't you work like everyone else? So what do I do? Do I wake up every day in misery? Do I hate the world? Do I hate myself? Do I be a victim? My life is so unfair. I have this thing that I literally can't do anything about. Do I let that dictate my whole relationship with myself and my body? Some days it's not easy. And if you are a person that has an extra challenge, please never feel bad for having days where you are over it. Actually, even if you don't have an extra challenge, but you have days, because we all do, where you feel down and shit about yourself and you feel in a bit of a slump, you are allowed to feel that way. You are allowed to feel the injustice. Why is this happening to me? We all feel like that. I had a really, really bad ho hospital experience a few weeks ago and I literally said, I posted it on my life lesson stories and I literally said, you know what? I'm so positive about my illness. I'm so grateful to it for everything it's taught me. But today, it can get in the fucking bin. It was such a bad day. That's okay. Okay? That's okay. And any one of us could be struck down with an illness tomorrow. Any one of us could have a freak accident. And I hope that doesn't happen. Touch wood. But if that did happen, you are allowed to feel down about it. But your body still shows up. And my body still shows up. And it does so much. And I think it's pretty remarkable everything it can do. Even if you are a person like me whose body needs a little bit of help, shout out to my doctors and nurses for keeping me alive, you know, ratings and, and blood donors as well, because without you guys, I would literally be dead. But you are made up of billions of cells that are completely unique to, to you. And even if you have something that poses a challenge, you are so completely unique and your body is still trying so hard for you every single day. You know, you hear the most insane stories of survival, of what the body can overcome. If you break a bone, your body will fix that. It might take a bit of time, but it will fix it. When you get sick, your body heals you. And it might not always get it right. But it's working for you to the best of its ability. 
So I'd like to encourage you to be amazed by yourself. Next time you look in the mirror and you pick a flaw or you compare yourself to somebody else, I want you to put the attention back onto you and think about how incredible you are. Your body is amazing. Your body grew. It, it holds your organs. It functions for you. It keeps you alive. It keeps you breathing. You are remarkable. So I've been thinking about some practical things that you could do to assist in your relationship with your body. Firstly, I've spoken about how social media can warp our relationship with our bodies. So I would like to encourage you to curate your feed, curate what you are exposed to. If there are people on your social media that make you feel bad about yourself, you know, you're constantly seeing pictures of and you're thinking, I really wish I looked like that, I don't look like that. If it is having a damaging effect on you, I would advise you to remove them or mute them, even for a little bit. If you only follow celebrities and influencers, that might not necessarily be, be the best thing for you. Now, I absolutely love my Life Lessons Instagram account because most of the accounts that I follow on there are people who really inspire me. I've got some very similar podcasts that I follow. I follow lots of people that talk about self-love and well-being and that kind of thing. Um, and one of them who I absolutely adore um, is a girl called Beth. And I checked with her that she's okay for me to name drop her. So her handle on Instagram is b.walkerfit. Um, if you want to check her out. But she posts such amazing motivational fitness content. But all of her content is just so real. And it makes me so happy to see. Like her fitness content is boss. But she also posts when things don't go to plan. Or when she's sitting relaxed with quote her rolled out. And that's all of us. We all have that. We all have those things. Like when we sit down, our body contorts, right? And I just think she's really brave and I think her message is really positive. Oh, you probably just had a notification I got on my computer. <laughs> that's annoying. <laughs> um, I just think she's really brave and I rate her a lot. And her message is all about health as opposed to aesthetic. And I just think that we could all do with a bit more of that. And she's just really honest with the way that she shares her life. And she, she talks a lot to the, to the stories about like what's going on. And I just really, I really love watching people like that who are just living their life, but sharing it with you, but not in a really sort of like influencer glossed over way. So fill your feed. This is number one, point number one. Fill your feed with people like Beth who you want to champion and that you are inspired by. Um, and this brings me to my second point. 
Focus on your health and not your appearance. And I think when you fully acknowledge just how incredible your body is, it can give you a level of respect and appreciation for it. And when I really sit down and think about how much my body does for me, even even right now, my, my belly is com- currently rumbling, so I'm going to go eat in a minute. But my belly is is currently rumbling. My body is, is literally telling me right now, I'm hungry and I would like to eat, please. Like, that's amazing. That's amazing that my body is doing that. And for me, this makes me really want to look after my body. Self-love sometimes means making positive choices to care for yourself. And that involves looking after your body. Sometimes self-love and self-care isn't the immediate option. And I'm not for a second sitting here saying, like, you can't eat what you want and, you know, go out and get drunk and all of that kind of stuff. Like, you are free to choose and there is absolutely zero judgment here. Like, zero. But the more you take care of your body, the more it will take care of you. And I really don't want to sound preachy here. So, you know, take it with a pinch of salt. Take it how you want to interpret it to yourself. But drink your water. Go for your walk. Get outside. Get the vitamin D. Get enough sleep. Like, looking after yourself is how you love yourself. And that doesn't mean that you should berate yourself if some days you find it more difficult to look after yourself than other days. That is totally okay. Just do what you can. If you want to do a workout, are you able to support, find one that supports where you're currently at? Like, you might not be able to be a person that can just walk into the gym and pick up a weight and just go for it. When I started working out a little bit more, I actually started with a workout that was designed for older people. One of my sub-conditions of my illness is osteoporosis. So it means that my joints and my bones are quite fragile. So when I started working out a bit more, I picked up my one kilogram weights and that is where I started. I started with a video that was meant for old people to build up strength. And do you know what? I love myself for doing that. Because now I can do a little bit more. But I had to start somewhere. I had to start right at the at the beginning. And I had to find... And I was a little bit embarrassed. You know, that people would... But I had my weights in my flat. I was worried that people would come around and be like, Oh my God, you've only got one kilogram weights. Like, that's so sad. But actually, that's where I needed to start. Do what you can, not because it's what you should do, but it's because you want to. Love yourself so much that looking after yourself is your number one priority. Love yourself so much that taking care of your mind and your body and your spirit is an absolute pleasure to do. On to my next point. How you speak to yourself is also very, very important. 
what is your self-talk like when it comes to your body? And I say in the life lesson there, remember how much that body does for you. Speak softly to it and nurture it as you would a child. How would you look after a child? You wouldn't tell a child they were fat and ugly. At least I really, really hope you wouldn't. <laughs> um, I don't know why, but it seems like we are able to look after others way more than we are able to look after ourselves. And it seems so simple, really. If a child was cold, you would make sure that they had enough layers. If a child was hungry, you would feed them. Do the same for yourself. Speak to your body with love. Don't restrict yourself because you want to look a certain way. Really, speak to your body with love. And that brings me to my final point. Be grateful for your body. As I said earlier, I know that people have complicated relationships with their body. Some people can struggle hugely with their insecurities and their body image, and that is valid. It is not for me to sit here and tell you to just not be insecure, just don't be insecure. It's not for me to tell you that. But your body does so much for you that even if you struggle with your relationship with your body and you say things like, I hate myself, I hate my thighs, I hate my nose, I hate my stomach, I'm not thin enough, I'm too thin, etc. What do you have? What does your body do? for you. I have eyes. That means that I can see art, which is such a source of joy for me. I can take in the world around me. Not everybody has that. I have hands that have allowed me to make stuff, which has then led me to a career that I absolutely adore in teaching other people how to make stuff. I have my hearing, which has given me music and conversation. And lastly, I actually feel a little bit emotional, oh my gosh. <laughs> but lastly, I have my voice, for which I am so grateful. I have my voice that I can share with all of you. And I have a voice that has led me to such a beautiful community of people that inspire me so that I can inspire other people. So before I start crying, and this gets all very weepy and sad, <laughs> be kind to your body. Because your body is remarkable. You are remarkable. Please don't forget it. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode and it has given you something to think about. As usual, come find me on the social media. Come for a chat. It's at Life Lessons with Lucy on Instagram and it's at Life Lessons with underscore Lucy on TikTok. 
So all that's left to say is peace, love, ultimate vibes, and I'll speak soon. Mm-hmm.